Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. going on what is up how are you have the police are they showing up at the club for you again this <laughs> last week i mean that was quite a story that you had no no more no more incidents okay good at least for the moment okay um, excellent um but over the holidays my dad did ask me about working at the club he did yeah and the, is that a new new thing yeah i mean we haven't really talked about it like i know how did he, he find out that you were working there did uh, well i'm assuming that my aunt michelle told him because she listens to the podcast <laughs> and this is his sister yeah uh-huh. um <laughs> fuck well then she listens oh my fucking god <laughs> i can't have any secrets it's okay, okay. I'm sure um, she likes hearing her name being said in the podcast. I mean, I'm sure she told him or she told him to listen to the podcast and then he listened, heard, yeah. he heard, heard that way. Mm-hmm. You know, he texted me after I got in that fight at work mm-hmm. and was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And that was like the first inclination that I was like, okay, he knows. He was like, oh, I listened to the podcast. That's mm-hmm. how I found out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just haven't really talked about it. And it just felt really nice to have him bring it up and be interested in my life hmm. because I feel like there's always just, you know, it's always like family stuff or whatever, like errand kind of things or house stuff. And a lot of the times I just don't feel like he's that interested in my life. I had tried to share with him about astrology stuff and that didn't really go very well. I thought he would be more interested in it, even though I don't think he like believes in it. You know, he loves information and history and research and mm-hmm. I thought he would be, you know, curious and I felt like he hasn't really like gave a shit about it. So it just kind of felt out of the blue that he would like start asking questions about my work. Mm-hmm. So it just felt, it felt really good to have him ask me, ask me about myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, like really sit and listen. And ask like specific questions, yeah. right? Yeah. That was kind of like a highlight of my holiday. Mm. Just feeling like. You felt seen. Yeah, and also I think maybe it was a way for him to say, like, he doesn't have any judgment. Mm-hmm. And he was making jokes. Most people, I don't think, have such an accepting family. I feel like I've been pretty lucky. Absolutely. I mean, I have had... My sister wasn't too happy with hearing that I was dancing. Yes. And I basically had to tell her to shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so it seems like she's been receptive to me telling her to fuck off about <laughs> what I do for work. And then, you know, one of my friends is really, she had kind of a traumatic life and the strip clubs kind of was like involved in her past. Mm-hmm. And so she has like a lot of judgment about it. Mm-hmm. And that was just kind of a contention point, but we aren't as close anymore. And that's, I think, you know, one of the, one of the reasons mm. is the judgment that she has and how it triggers her past. So, yeah. But I mean, as far as my immediate family, I felt very supported in that. And this was just like kind of a nice, this was like the last person that I hadn't really had a real conversation with it about it. Mm-hmm. But it feels nice to feel accepted, especially during the holidays. I think a lot of people struggle with that and I feel really lucky. Totally. Totally. That is very fortunate to be recognized and seen and your parents see that 
Ingrid is still Ingrid, mm-hmm. and she is healthy and is happy as happy sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah well who's happy all the time that's just not real i don't think that's real i mean the emotions ebb and flow but you're not like in this dark place in your life where well i guess maybe you are sometimes though too so <laughs> i've come to the conclusion that there just is a lot of suffering involved with being a human being mm-hmm. sometimes even mostly suffering yeah so i mean it's our job to somehow find a way to create balance and create the more moments of joy for ourselves to make it all worth it. Yes. Because the suffering is not going to go away. All we can do is have a better balance so it doesn't feel like it's drowning us. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, I hope this year has gotten off to a smoother start. I feel like the alignments the last couple of weeks have been I felt like they're really intense during the holidays, but like the first week of January, maybe lighter. Yeah. Um, but now this week is Mercury retrograde begins. So. So hopefully we don't completely drop the ball on all of our uh That's our the thing, right? Yeah. You know, is on the second was the new moon in Capricorn. Perfect timing. Setting, exactly. Setting your intentions for what you want to accomplish and achieve. Setting those goals, those New Year's resolutions. But here we have this week, Mercury Retrograde. Okay, I'm getting a download. Oh, yeah. Tell me. So if we're going into retrograde, this is all about the re, the again, things Mm -hmm. revisiting us from the past. Mm -hmm. And last week we talked all about the why behind what our goals and ambitions are like are they going to fulfill us actually they're not just some shiny thing in the sky when we accomplish it we're not going to actually feel the thing we wanted to feel out of it so maybe this is this retrograde is a reminder of what things didn't work out in the past like you're thinking about your past goals all of these things you might have accomplished in the past mm-hmm. and how maybe you achieved them and you weren't fulfilled so reminder of what kind of goals you want to be setting and how it didn't work out in the past and how to be more mindful about the goals that you're setting. Okay. And then what do you do? Make different kind of goals. Okay. Maybe it's like you had some specific money ambition. Right. Maybe this time you're going to focus more on things that are more fulfilling, like, I don't know, something that makes your body feel better, something that feels the opposite possibly of what you have been striving for in the past, Hmm. working on your relationships. Like what are the things that bring joy to your life? I think the pitfall is you set your intentions, Mm -hmm. your New Year's resolutions, and then the retrograde comes and maybe you are getting stuck in the past and you're like, well, that was crazy for me to even think that I could do this this year or whatever. It's like you get caught up in the the rigmarole of life on earth on a day-to-day basis and suddenly like your intentions seem even further away than where they were on new year's eve when you were toasting at midnight and like this is the year 2022 and now all of a sudden you're second guessing everything that you're that you're that you set out to do and you're being drawn into other areas so the challenge of this retrograde is staying focused keeping your eye on the prize. I see. Just saying like, if I've always been this way, it's always going to stay this way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I failed in the past and now it's, yes, I'm going to keep doing that same. I'm going to keep thing. failing because that's just what happens to me. That's my story. Yes. So if that's coming up for you, then you have to do that inner work and say, no, this time I'm going to make it this time. 
I'm going to stay focused. It's really just about being focused. Keep moving forward one step at a time. But also, I imagine that anyone that's climbing a mountain is doing it because they they like it. <laughs> I wouldn't climb Mount Everest, but I imagine the people that do, this is something that is fun for them. So what are you climbing towards and do you enjoy the climb? Yeah. Do you enjoy the process? Yes. Yeah. Last week we talked about setting goals that are attainable because you actually enjoy the work to get there because yes. that's, that's most of the time is just doing the work. It's mm-hmm. not the actual end outcome. If you don't, right. if you don't enjoy it, you're never going to follow through. We all have that fantasy of like what it's going to look like once you've accomplished your goal, you know, you're, you're standing on stage at the Oscars or whatever, or, you know, lifting up the trophy of the sports championship or whatever your fantasy is. Like it it really looks good and it feels good. Oh yeah, that's going to be amazing. Everyone's going to be looking at me. They're going to be loving me. I'm going to be the hero of my story. But do you like the process of what it's going to take to get from here to there? If you don't, and you can't just wake up each morning excited that this is what I get to do today, then maybe you should be looking at something else to do. One of my things that I've always wanted to do is take more dance classes because I'd love to be a better dancer. And it's kind of gone on and off. I took some salsa classes and whatever. But I mean, specifically right now, I mean, pole dancing would be to be better at that would be great for my career. Yeah. And I've been avoiding going to dance classes Mm -hmm. because quarantine and then like Mm. that's just been a whole thing the different rules and stuff well most of the places have been closed this whole time Mm. like there's nowhere to even go to take a class it's all online and i kind of hate taking classes online i I bought a class it's on my computer i've never taken it Mm -hmm. i just like doing things in person it feels exactly more more connected and someone can correct you and interact with you like the screen is just so strange especially it's not even live it's just so I went to a pole dancing class and guess what? It was fucking awesome. And I had so much fun. <laughs> and and part of it was also, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to do it on this day because I have to work and I don't want to be sore because I'm already sore from work. All of this whole story. Mm-hmm. So somehow I ended up going yesterday for an hour and 15 minute class and then going straight to work, <laughs> <laughs> which I mean, seemed kind of ridiculous, but I was like, I just, I, I need to try this. I need to, I need to see what happens. And I had a blast. And I, now I'm like really excited to take another class. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? Even if it doesn't work out, you know what? Maybe I'm going to be tired at work. And if, if I want to accomplish my goal, I'm going to have to get in that shape mm-hmm, and then deal with the discomfort it brings. But it's like the joy that I got from taking the class was amazing because I instantly felt like, you know, better about my skills. Like just learning something every time you go is so rewarding. Yes. So that's something on my plate that I feel like I know that I enjoy the process of Pilates. I went the other day on the other hand and I fucking hate it. (laughs) God, it's terrible. Why? Well, I mean, maybe it's just the instructor was annoying as shit, but apparently I signed up for Legree class. Does anyone know what the fuck that is? Legree. Legree. I guess it's Pilates on crack. Okay. Which I didn't know until after the class when I was like, wow, I've been to a couple classes here and there, which I still struggle with the machine thing. I don't know the words for everything. But usually I can keep up. This was just so fast paced. And the guy was talking the whole entire time. And the machine was even more crazy. And this is a live class in person? Yeah. No mask, no... Well, they didn't make me wear a mask at the 
the Pilates place, so I was fucking stoked because. But other people were, or. Uh, because I, I haven't been to a yoga class since March of 2020. And that's part of the reason. It's like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to take a class online. I want to be in person. But I don't and wanna I also want to be able to breathe. That's definitely part of the reason that I didn't want to go. I don't want to exercise with a mask on. Yeah. Like, that's just a lot. So I'm going to go back, not because I liked it, but because I didn't have to wear a mask. Okay. The pole dancing place on the other hand you have to wear a mask they were very strict about it at the pole dancing place Mm. i have a rental car i forgot my mask and then i thought they were gonna (laughs) not let me take the class but they had extras so okay i guess every place is different yeah shall we get into the week let's do it this is the week of january 10th through the 16th and ingrid always likes to remind our listeners that if you're listening on spotify there's uh, the time of when each day starts. And so if you want to jump to Wednesday or Thursday or whatever day, you can. You just press that button. If you're on Apple, it's still there. So you can just scroll ahead. Right, Ingrid? Yeah. yeah? I mean, I use it. Well, I go. I like to go listen. Like, we record it in <laughs> advance. And then sometimes I, f- I mean, I always forget what the fuck we talked about <laughs> a week later. Especially when I'm having a shitty day. I'll be like, okay, what's, what's happening today? Yeah. What do I need to ask myself? Does it help you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Wow, cool. I mean, this advice is good all the time, but it's like I don't keep up on it every single day. Sometimes I do it every day, but Mm -hmm. now I don't have to go scrolling through the whole podcast when I want to find it. To find it, to search for it. Like, how do we get to Wednesday? Especially when I'm having a crisis, I can just go check it out. I love it. Awesome. Monday, January 10th, we're looking at the sun in Capricorn aligning with... Neptune and Pisces? Yes. Yes, Ingrid. Yes, you've been reading your book. Studying up. Yes. And if anyone hasn't gotten the book, Scott has all the alignments in his newsletter, and then the book is a $10 download. Don't say nine ninety nine, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a $10 download, and it's basically just a glossary of all of the terms and the symbols of what we're looking at when we're sitting here together. So if you want to follow along or you want to read your own birth chart... You should download it because it's dope as shit. Amazing. Amazing. I'm not talking about the book anymore, Ingrid, because you you get mad at me whenever (laughs) I do talk about the book. You don't like what I say. And I just... It's because I'm a Virgo. It's my Virgo nature. (laughs) He turns into a robot. I don't want robot Scott. Okay. So the sun in Capricorn aligning with Neptune in Pisces. So this is a very positive way to start out the week with the giver of light, life, and vitality in the cardinal earth sign of Capricorn, aligning with the god of fresh water in the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and intuition in the sign that it rules, Pisces, the sign of the unconscious, the sign of compassion, the sign of dreams. So when we're thinking about what we want to accomplish and achieve, This is a great day of aligning the dream to the reality. How can you align your fantasy to reality? You have your fantasy. This is a day to scroll back from the fantasy to your present reality and list out the steps. How can you make each step like a fantasy where it feels fun and exciting? It's going to be work. There's no question about it. You have to accept responsibility for the work in order to realize your fantasy. But 
take those steps and see the work and what is fun about it. One of our listeners, Paula Dempsey, she she made all these vision boards online that she posted on Instagram. And I thought that was like a really fun way to start the year, like making different ones for the different areas of your life you want to work on. But now, like you said, it's, it's taking that all those dreams, looking at all the dreams and things we've been thinking about, what kind of goals we want to accomplish and what we want to call in. But then now is the time to really take a look at them and maybe write some lists and like plan ahead, like using that Capricorn energy Mm -hmm. for picking all the steps, writing down all the steps you're going to need to take to accomplish these goals. Yes. So like, look at your vision boards. Yes. We know you all have them. (laughs) And yeah, just start making some plans. How are you going to accomplish these things? Mm -hmm. Everyone has tries to do it in like one day, like, oh, it's New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. I'm going to do everything. It's like, this is a process that takes a lot of imagination and dreaming and planning and articulating and, you know, using this whole month to really figure out how you're going to accomplish the goals. Cause it's not yes. something that happens overnight. No. And this is what I try to do with my students in the moon class too, is like when you're looking ahead from the new moon to the full moon and the full moon to the new moon, or like in the in the last class with the new moon in Capricorn, I was like, where do you want to be by July 13th? Because July 13th is when the moon is full in Capricorn. So it was the new moon in Capricorn. Where do you want to be by July 13th when the moon is full in Capricorn? And where do you want to be by December 23rd when the next new moon in Capricorn occurs? And so when you kind of break it down like that from new moon to full moon, it it gives you like two-week chunks. Like it's like a two-week sprint as opposed to... A year. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, most people are looking at a year and it's like breaking it down into these moon cycles is much more tangible and attainable to think, okay, what am I going to do in the next two weeks to accomplish this small yes. portion yes. of my goal? It's like when you when you have food in front of you, do you pick up the plate and just dump the whole thing into (laughs) your mouth (laughs) or do you take, do you cut off a piece and take one bite and then chew it, you know, several times before you swallow it? That's the process of life. You're not, it's not going to happen in one day. My friend, Chris, his grandmother was a professional astrologer, but her, one of her like lines, she always likes to tell people is tell me you're going to go to the moon. I'm going to tell you you're nuts. But show me the plan, and I'll believe you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this is about yeah the making plan. those plans. Bringing the dream into a concrete plan. So that was Monday, January 10th. This is Tuesday, January 11th. Tuesday, we're looking at Neptune again. Still in that dream world. Yes, but it's aligning with a different planet today. Do you see what that planet is, Ingrid? Neptune in Pisces, and then aligning with Mars in Sagittarius? Yes. So taking some action. Mm-hmm. Well, Mars, does Mars rule um, Sagittarius? No. Neptune rules Sagittarius. Oh, wow. Mars rules Aries and Scorpio. Well, because the symbols are so similar. They're like the arrow shooting ahead. So I was curious if that was... Did you say Sagittarius or Pisces? I thought you said Pisces. Oh, no, I said Sagittarius. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Sagittarius symbol is an arrow and Mars has an arrow in the symbol. So it does. That's a that's a good point. It like it looks like Mars would rule Sagittarius, but it doesn't. So yeah, I guess that makes it confusing. <laughs> now everybody listening is thoroughly confused. 
Um, perfect. <laughs> and that's actually perfect for this day, to be honest with you, because you have the planet of action squaring off with the cloudy planet. The planet of action squaring off with the cloudy planet. So there's a lot of confusion here. It's like driving 100 miles an hour in the fog. Well, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> That's you, dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. Exactly. So you're like being forced to slow down, but you don't want to. You're being forced to slow down, but you don't want to. Yes. Yesterday was about the dream and you've, you've planned it out and like, no, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to tackle it on a day. And you push forward. If you push too hard... You might crash. Disappointed and frustrated. I mean, this seems like it might be about patience. 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 And when I think of Sagittarius where Mars is, I think of patience because the archer, the archer is the symbol of Sagittarius. And you think of that moment, you've seen it in movies or TV shows or whatever, where all those archers are pulling back on their bow and the guy's saying, hold, hold, you know, and the other army is like charging, charging, charging to them. But you have to be patient. It's like they're right on top of you, but you want to be patient because you want to make sure that when you release that arrow, that it hits the target. Another way to look at it, too, is is if you're hunting, if you're hunting a deer, let's say, and you're like Robin Hood or something in the forest and you pull back. If if you're rushing and running towards the deer, you're going to scare that deer off and it's going to run away. You're not going to get it. But if you're quiet and you're patient and you're breathing, then you get the target. And also, if you don't have patience for the time it takes to accomplish your goals, you, that's when you get that disappointment that like the retrograde shit happening where you're like, oh, well, I guess I can't fucking do anything. Yeah, it didn't happen. So yeah. I'm giving up now. Yeah, it's, it's too much. It's like, yeah, just remembering that it takes time and effort mm-hmm. and having your eye on the prize, like that Sagittarius energy, looking into the future, setting, setting your mark mm-hmm. and waiting for the right time to push forward on all of these steps that you need to take. Yes. I also think of... Sagittarius and Pisces. Sagittarius is honesty and Pisces is compassion. And it can sometimes maybe be difficult to merge those two frequencies, honesty and compassion, because when we're honest, we might tend to be brutally honest or (laughs) blunt. Yeah. So how can you act honestly, but also with compassion? And something to think about for Tuesday, January 11th. Wednesday, January 12th. The moon, the planet of emotions, is in Taurus. The sensual sign of security. Aligning with Pluto, the planet of transformation, in the fellow Earth sign of Capricorn. When the moon moves through Taurus, it brings an emotional connection to the five physical senses what you value in the physical world, what looks good, what sounds good, what smells good, what tastes good, what feels good. Those are your senses, your likes and dislikes. The moon moving through Taurus brings that emotional connection to that sensual nature. The moon's alignment with Pluto, the planet of transformation, in Capricorn, the sign of achievement and authority. How can you express what it is you value in the material realm from a place of authority. What transformation would you like to make 
It's about gaining clarity with what you value. In order to become an authority in anything, you need to know what you like and what you don't like. How many times have you gone to someone who's an authority figure and said, what do you think about this? I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. No, that's not (laughs) how it goes. Like if you're an authority, you have a clear idea of what looks good, what feels good, what tastes good, what sounds good. I'm also thinking about this from another perspective. Tell me. Capricorn's all about your goals and Pluto is like death and transformation. So connecting that with our senses and the material and using that maybe towards the ambitious goals of Capricorn and thinking like, how do we want our material lives to look, Mm, to feel, to sound, to taste? What kind of life do we want to be living here on earth? And Mm -hmm. how do, how do we relate that to our our goals. I love that. Like how much money do I need to buy the food that I want to buy the apartment that I want to live in and to make it beautiful in the way that I like and to afford the things that give us this material existence and enjoyment here on earth. Absolutely. I love that. Like, what are you doing this for in terms of the material realm? Right? Yeah. It's like, well, I need to live in this type of place. I need to eat this type of food. I need to drive this type of car. I need to wear these type of clothes. There's no right or wrong answer there. It's up to you and what you like. What you like is going to be different than what someone else likes. And people always get caught up on like, oh, the material, like materialistic. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? We fucking live <laughs> in the on material world. Earth. Yes. You know, I have a, I have a nice car. I have an Audi and I really love driving it. I've always wanted a car that felt quiet and peaceful inside and that comes with having a luxury car driving this rental yeah i have a rental right now oh my god it (laughs) honestly feels abrasive to my nervous system Mm -hmm. like you don't feel safe no it's just feels like rickety and it's not quiet inside i feel like my drive is just much more i don't know just agitating to be in the car so you know, it is a material thing that is like, oh, it's like a status thing or a, a show off thing. But it's not really about that. It's about that I feel really cozy and comfortable and safe and like nurtured in my vehicle. It feels yes. cozy to me. And just having the silence and the comfort of the seats and I have heated seats. I fucking love that. Yeah. I've always wanted that. And that's the right answer for you. And that doesn't mean that because that's the right answer answer for you that it's the right answer for everyone else. You know, other people might drive your rental car and be like, this is perfectly fine. Like, I don't see what the big deal is. I don't need some expensive luxury vehicle. That's, you know, whatever. And then some people are like, you know, I want, I want to live by the beach. All I need to do is like live in my truck. What makes me happy Mm -hmm. is being close to nature and not having like a big overhead so I can have more free time. Mm -hmm. So it's really just about tapping into what makes us feel good in our senses yes Yes. honor what you value i honor my audi (laughs) (laughs) well you're a second house moon which is taurus's house so you're emotionally fulfilled by satisfying your senses yeah i definitely feel that even just like decorating my house i get really into it and Mm -hmm. when i do things that affect my physical environment i just feel you know I I just am very sensitive to that. So whether it's like a good thing or a bad thing, I just feel all of that very intensely. So, I mean, we all have Taurus in our chart somewhere, right? Yeah. But other, you know, not everyone has the moon in Taurus or the moon in the second house like you. When the moon's in the second house, it's going to bring that strong emotional connection to the material. 
Okay. So not everyone is going to experience the material in the same way. And yes, Taurus is somewhere in everybody's chart. That would make me like extra sensitive to... You are emotionally fulfilled by satisfying your physical senses. You know, you told me this like when you first met me and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that's so accurate. It just feels like you know me. Like that's something that feels so personal that you wouldn't know about me right away unless you kind of yeah, spent time with me. And for yes. you to point that out, I thought was fascinating. I love that. That's always one of the things that like just tickles me when I'm doing a reading for someone and they're like, wow, this is tripping me out because I feel like you know me. And I'm like, I just, I'm reading what I see. It was my first reading and you didn't know basically anything about me. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) He knows all my secrets. Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) All right. So that was Wednesday, January 12th. Now moving on to Thursday, January 13th. I saw yesterday it's like an earth-earth connection. So Uh that was really Uh nice. And today we've got an air-air connection. So yes. that also looks really nice. Yes, exactly. There's a lot of supportive alignments happening this week surrounding the Mercury retrograde. So hopefully, I mean, I don't know. Mercury retrograde always feels like a 10-car pile up to me. So, but hopefully this moves it over a little bit. We're looking at the moon in Gemini, which is air, mutable air, as Ingrid mentioned, connecting with Mercury in Aquarius, which is fixed air. So Mercury is at 10 degrees. This is where it's going to retrograde. Mercury's been stuck at 10 degrees for, it's at this degree for like a week, uh, when typically Mercury moves one to two degrees a day. And this is why it feels like a 10-car pileup, because when the planet that rules the conscious mind is moving one to two degrees each day, stops, and doesn't move for seven days, it makes your mind on the fritz but today it's being soothed by the moon the planet of emotions and mercury is actually the planetary ruler of gemini where the moon is so this is a day to practice your communication mercury is in aquarius the sign that represents the community the group the club the organization the social network or cause it represents your innovative mind your genius ideas It's thinking outside the box. With Mercury in Aquarius, it's about thinking outside the box. So how can you stimulate your idea? That's what the moon in Gemini is about. It's about satisfying your emotional curiosity. So what are the ideas or what is is the idea that you have, this innovative outside the box idea? Maybe that's a part of your goal that you're shooting for for the year. How can you stimulate this idea? Who would you like to engage with? What questions can you ask them that will help stimulate your idea? And perhaps you sharing your idea with other people will stimulate the idea within yourself because they'll be reflecting it off of you. It's like, well, I don't really understand this idea. Great. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, when you start communicating with the people around you about your ideas, they're going to give you feedback or they might give you even a better idea. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, improving upon it or asking, maybe they're asking you questions about the idea. And, yes. and that's how you gain the clarity that you need to actually kind of structure your idea into something concrete. That's it. So start the conversation. Engage with other people today. Share your ideas. 
Ask them what they think. Ask them if they have any ideas. Get the conversation moving in the community and keep it flowing. Yeah, this is a social day. Yes, absolutely. So that's Thursday, January 13th. Now, Friday, January 14th, Mercury retrograde. So Mercury begins its retrograde transit today, Friday, January 14th. Slow down. Slow down. Take your time. Give yourself plenty of time to get from A to B in whatever it is you're doing. If you find yourself rushing during this period, it can create accidents. I hear that. Yesterday I did not plan my day well. And I was rushing to that dance class and then I didn't have my mask Mm -hmm. and then my phone was also dead and I didn't know where I was going. Oh my God. And I was just like, is this really happening? Really slowing down and planning, planning things out in advance. So you have some structure because when you start winging it and flying all over the place, shit gets all out of whack. You're just going to get more and more frustrated. It's going to snowball. And this is a part of the planning that we were talking about earlier in the week. Your plan has got to have some flexibility. So the flexibility is for periods like this with the retrograde. Make sure that you're backing up all of your devices, charging your devices, and just keeping keeping an eye on everything because this is when technology, communication, it's on the fritz. Yeah, I I was like sitting in gridlock traffic. Of course, there was like an accident on my way there. And I was like texting my friend. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to miss this class. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you know, everything is moving exactly how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and it kind of made me laugh and have a little humility. Like, okay, it's okay that I didn't plan ahead. And maybe everything's not going as smooth as I would like it. And everything's going to happen how it will in its due time. If I miss the class, you know, that's whatever's supposed to happen to my day this time. And not getting so um, set on like the specific structure. As long as you keep moving forward, then you will achieve your goals. That's it. So Mercury will be retrograde until February 3rd. So from January 14th to February 3rd, Mercury is retrograde. And then, of course, it will remain in its shadow until February 23rd. So just take your time, be patient with yourself. And and if you're stuck in traffic, yes, have that very Zen perspective like Ingrid was just describing. Or also give yourself plenty of time to get to where you need to go so that when you're sitting in traffic, you're like, wow, yeah, it's I'm not going anywhere, but I got plenty of time just relaxing here yeah i was wishing that i would have left early so i could have had some more some more wiggle room Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. moving on to saturday january 15th you know not to keep bringing it up but the book and the symbols are really starting to click for me because now i can just see every time you show me i'm like (laughs) oh it's a water water connection this is going to be an easy day it's so funny to see your face when I when I changed the slide, because before it was just like a blank stare. Yeah, I mean it looks like another language. <laughs> and, and now it's like I just changed the side slide, and your face just like lit up. You got all excited. <laughs> and it's really funny. Before you'd be like Ingrid, you have to learn the symbols, and I would be like Scott, shut the fuck up. I can't look at them. I can't do it. It's really transformed in such a short amount of time. How I can really read what's happening and it gives me such an easier understanding without having to think of the words and like 
translate everything that you're mm-hmm. telling me. I just see it and I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. I'm getting a feeling for what this day means. Yes. Oh. It's very cool. I love it. Yeah. You're no longer like crossing your eyes and rolling them back in your head. Like, so, <laughs> it's so painful and confused. <laughs> <laughs> I felt painful and confused. It's like, oh my God, Ingrid's brain is going to pop right now. It's just so much information to process. <laughs> and yeah, the more I learn, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling like I'm going from right now. I'm like, kind of getting like from beginner to like intermediate level yes um status yes i love it okay so the moon we're looking at the moon again today the moon is in cancer the sign that it rules so the planet of emotions in the the sign of origins the sign of roots upbringing childhood ancestral line where do you come from and it's aligning with jupiter the god of thunder Lord of Justice, the planet of expansion in Pisces, the sign that Jupiter rules. So we talked about Neptune earlier in the week, which rules Pisces, but Jupiter also rules Pisces. So this is the first time we're talking about Jupiter this week, and Jupiter is aligning with the moon. So Jupiter moved into Pisces the end of 2021. It's going to be there till May. This is a period where, man, are you finding the urge to escape? Whether it's drugs and alcohol, Netflix and chill, the endless Instagram scroll. Like, what is your method of escapism? Because that is Jupiter with Neptune in Pisces. So Neptune is also in Pisces. We talked about that earlier. Oh, okay. So it's still in. It's still there. Yes, it's going to be there for the next few years. Okay. So this is just the highlight of today, like the extra. Well, I'm just kind of going into like uh, setting the whole scene of what's happening here. Sometimes we forget. It's like we say the alignment, but it's more than just today. It spills into all the other days before and afterwards, and sometimes it lasts for a long time. So okay. Yes, and just because (laughs) you're not seeing Neptune on the screen here doesn't mean that it's not still in Pisces. So the point that I'm making is that because Jupiter and Neptune, both the planetary rulers of Pisces, are in Pisces, we are feeling... A lot? Yes, more than we've felt in... well. There was a brief period in 2021 when Jupiter and Neptune were both in Pisces. But before that, it's been hundreds of years. It's been since uh, 1860-something. Yes, the 1850s. What's going on here is we are more sensitive. We're feeling what's going on around us. You're feeling the pain and suffering of others And because you're feeling the pain and suffering of others, it creates that burden within yourself where it's enough to carry the weight of your own problems, let alone the problems of everyone around you. And so that is what creates that need for escape. But what we need to be doing is when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel triggered by somebody, you just spent time with some people and now it's like you're weighed down. What? is weighing you down. Something about that interaction is awakening something within yourself, something within your unconscious that needs to come to the surface. Yeah. So this is, this is definitely something that I've been noticing. I've, I even brought it up in therapy and I'm like, okay, what do I do? Like, I know I need to do something like I'm able to now recognize when I'm in the middle of it. 
I'm like, oh, I've been sitting here scrolling, like, what the fuck am I doing? Or I'm, you know, just eating and eating, like, you know, I haven't been drinking, but I feel like I have replaced it with other things that mm-hmm. are helping me numb out. Mm-hmm. And so she told me to check in and see what might have triggered you to want to check out, which is what we've been talking about. But I've been saying out loud to myself, what do you want to be doing? Like, mm. even just, even if it's just staring at the wall and being with myself, that would be a better option than scrolling on Instagram because it feels like you're actually being able to be in your mind instead Mm -hmm. of just in some other planet. So remembering in that moment, take a moment, see what might have triggered this wanting to check out and just sitting with that for just, even if it's just for a minute to just notice what are the things that are bothering you without just immediately going to the thing. Or at least when you recognize you're in the middle of a binging Netflix all day, it's like, okay, I'm three hours in what do I want to be doing with my time and what am I avoiding? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Those are great questions. And then you add the moon into the mix, the planet of emotions in the sign that represents the home, your roots, your upbringing, your childhood, your ancestral line. So this is expanding your emotional connection to your origins. Connecting whatever the trigger that has currently happened to your past and saying maybe the why behind why something current is triggering you. Yes, like where does it come from? Yeah. Where does this stem from? What happened in my childhood? What happened with my father, my mother, my grandfather, my grandmother? What happened with them? What frequency did they set that is still resonating within me? And how can I show that frequency compassion so that I can integrate this frequency with understanding, forgiveness, and love rather than it being a burden. Yeah. And then even just figuring out how how to connect those two things. Because sometimes it's not, it's like, oh, somebody got mad at me at work and now I feel uneasy. It's like going deeper than that. Like, oh, well, maybe I, someone yelled at me when I was a kid. It's It doesn't always have to be that direct correlation. It can be the feeling it gave you. Now you have a feeling of unease and not feeling safe and possibly like fear of the future, Mm -hmm. what's going to happen. Maybe those feelings are something that is coming up from your past that you recognize. And that's when you feel overwhelmed. I don't feel safe. I don't feel like I have security for my future. Yes. That feels scary. I don't want to feel that instead of, because sometimes it's really hard to like relate the past and the present. Like, Oh, I got punched in the face when I was a kid and then I got punched in the face now. Okay. Obviously. But Most of the time, these triggers are much more subtle than that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I guess, I mean, Jupiter is expansion and Pisces is the unconscious. So expanding your mind to the possibilities of going, just going inside and seeing what is in there that is not, not dealt with. Yes. What is in there that hasn't been dealt with that's affecting your emotions? Probably a lot more than we think. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. A deep end to the week. Yes. Yes. Very deep Saturday. Oh, fuck. I thought that was Sunday. No, Ingrid. <laughs> there's one more day. Sunday, January 16th. The sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, and Pluto, the god of death, the planet of transformation, lord of the underworld, conjunct at the same degree in the same sign, Capricorn. So we've done that deep healing on Saturday, So now on Sunday, we are ready to transform. How can you transform 
yourself so that you can be in greater authority of who you are. Every time I see Pluto, especially, I'm like, I just see death, which everyone always, even in tarot, it's like, oh no, the mm, death card. Yeah, it's like, scary. no, bitch, I want that old part of me to die away so I can feel better. It's mm-hmm. like that transformation is so important. Now we're transforming like who we are in our achievements and our ambitions. Like we want that. We want that to happen. We looked yesterday at what maybe was triggering us from our past. And if we can heal something, then we're able to transform and become a new version of ourselves. That's so exciting. That's it. You heal the unconscious. Now you're ready to transform in reality. Hmm. I love it. I think it's a very, I don't know. It's Mercury retrograde. I know intense, but there's a lot of other positive alignments happening this week that I think that if you're just working with the energy of being clear about what's going on beneath the surface, focusing on what you want to accomplish and the steps that you need to take in order to get there, you're going to navigate through this week. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like maybe you're looking at things with fresh eyes. So maybe you like come into your apartment and you look around and you're like, oh, fuck, I need to reorganize and redecorate this corner and that corner. Like nothing's working. But now sometimes it's scary to see that because you're like, oh, no, there's a bunch of work to do. But it's like once you have the clarity to look around and see the issues that you need to like work out and tidy up, then it's easier. You can make a list and you can cross the things off it one by one once you have that awareness of what what needs to change, what goals you need to set. What is the work? What is the work that needs to be done? So this week, I, it feels kind of like you're able to see all of those things. So they're not just hiding in the dark corners, affecting you and like irritating you and weighing you down. Yes. Yes. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic, Ingrid. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. And thank you to our listeners as well. We will see you next week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The weekly transit, 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 transit.